another beautiful Monday. I almost called it Messy Mondays, but welcome back to Fresh Mondays. Yes, everybody. Welcome back to the Fresh Mondays podcast, episode number 56. We're so happy to have gotten such a great response for our episode number 55, our debut episode of Fresh Mondays podcast. Not the first podcast that Marley and Diana have hosted, but the first podcast under the Fresh Mondays podcast title. Yes, and I've had great, we've received great responses, a lot of wonderful DMs and excitement. I've met some folks at the podcast movement meetup here in Seattle. How was that? It was great, like outside of my comfort zone, you know, I don't like to be, I'm awkwardly social, social enough where I don't want to be the one to initiate conversations with folks, but I did a great job and met some great people who... Um, I hope to con- continue to connect with here in Seattle. I'm, I'm looking forward to continue becoming uh, in this realm of podcast movements that's happening. So shout outs to the podcast movement for that great meetup that happened this weekend. That's really cool. Um, I think that it's amazing that they're creating so many more different opportunities for people to connect and uh, meet up is such a powerful tool nowadays. Like you can really find quality quality people at these events that are being hosted on meetup and i mean that yeah and shout outs to one of our previous um guests pretty and pigment who was the one who told me about the meetup and she thought of me right away like you should go check this out so i appreciated that and shout outs to her and shout outs to everyone that i've met over at that event and all of those that went to podcon also there was a huge conference here um so that's where a lot of people were in town for so that's pretty nice Yes, and also shout out to Melissa Waggy from episode number 55. Thank you for being such an inspirational guest. You were super fun to have on, and we appreciate you sharing uh, the flyer on your Instagram as well so that your following can also take a listen at the episode. Yeah, for sure. And this episode, we continue with innovators or folks who are self-starters, getting things together and... and, and um, kind of putting things into their own hands, right? Like that's the new movement of like, you know what, I can't find it, but I'm gonna make it and make it mine. So I think taking it into their own hands have been fantastic. And so tonight's, today's guest on the episode is a self-starter herself, who's made the move from Los Angeles back home to Miami and is focusing on her product. And we're super excited to have her on board. Yeah, she is a independent business owner. She is creating something that she is passionate about. And she is also has done the research and is improving herself on a regular basis so that she can ensure that she's providing the best quality product for everyone. So without further ado, we have a great special guest. Her name is Tova. She is a business owner, an entrepreneur, as we love to have on the show. Um, and Tova, introduce yourself to the world. Tell them about your business, what you have going on. What is it? What do you do? The whole spiel. Oh, thank you, Boo. Thank you for that intro. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Toba Palomino. I actually own a natural skincare line named Goddess Skin. I'm originally from Miramar, Florida, and I just recently moved back from L.A. I was living in L.A. for almost seven years. So um, I moved back home, and I'm just putting so much more time and energy into my business and really seeing it grow. That's, wow, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> so welcome back to Florida. 
Thank you. <laughs> There's sometimes no, like, West Coast to East Coast is two different huge things that are big change. Are you back into that world or, like, back into that realm of, like, being out there? So that's a good question. Um, I feel like L.A. was more fast-paced than Florida. Like, when I left, I left when I was about 24, and when I moved to L.A., I felt like everything was just coming at me so fast and so, so quickly. And I just had to figure out how I'm going to handle this. But um, luckily, when I moved back home, I don't know if this is shade or not, but Florida is a lot more easier. It's, it's slower <laughs> than L.A. So me being back home, I didn't really feel that anxiety or that rush feeling. It's, to be honest, it's, it's better to control or to manage what I'm trying to do. Okay. So, I mean, the interesting thing is I personally, I'm a really big fan of California. I think it's probably one of the best States in the country in general. Oh. I think that it has, yeah, I think it has a great balance and it also does have a combination of two worlds. You know, for example, like you stated, it is a little faster paced and all that stuff, but it's not as hectic as like, let's say New York or let's say Miami. Mm-hmm or you know other major cities like Chicago there's a lot of of you pay for living there in another way yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. you sacrifice space you sacrifice quality of life you you sacrifice expenses but is a trade-off because you have the benefit of being in a major city but I think California has kind of like a balance where you kind of have that chill vibe at the same mm-hmm. time versus like Florida is chill and all chill. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's interesting um, that you found it fast paced and just, I'm just assuming since you're an entrepreneur, you're like a self-starter, you're a businesswoman. That sounds like an ideal place for a person like you to live. I definitely agree. LA, um, for it being that city, that huge city that I lived, and then me moving to New York, um, it's very liberal. It's very gold green. It was the first state that I've been at that told me that I had to pay for a bag or a plastic bag because they banned plastic. So well, Florida is still <laughs> selling bags, you know, like are giving us bags, like whatever. L.A., they're like, no, like we're a super gold green state. We're all about recycling. So, yeah, I definitely get it. Um, I definitely also feel like it is expensive as New York. But like Diana was saying, like you can you can move out of that. Like the core areas that people want to go to is filled with, you know, individuals wanting to be in the entertainment industry, individuals who want to be actors, dancers, models, um, actresses, things like that, singers. So there is an area outside of that that California offers. You got NorCal, you have SouthCal. Um, eventually, before I moved back to Florida, I was in Redondo Beach. So you have like the beachy cities, similar to like San Diego or Long Beach, where um, you can kind of get away from like that highlight. But um, I definitely agree with what you guys were saying about the entrepreneurship and in L.A. because I think L.A. gives you, at one point, it may be other people's experiences. I can only speak for myself. It kind of gave me this opportunity to strip down a lot of layers, a lot of doubt, a lot of fear, a lot of um, uncertainty of what I should do in my life. What do I want to do in my life? And you kind of pick up and and you're surrounded by other individuals who are going through that same thing. And they kind of help you to realize, okay, well, I can, I'm interested in being an actress. And what I did is I got myself a manager. And then from that, I, I got myself signed to a talent agency. 
And then I started going to auditions, you know? And then when you meet these people at auditions, they're actresses, actors, but then they're also working or going to school. They're working as a waitress or at a hotel or, you know, at a club. And then they're going to school, they're going to acting school or they're finishing up their master's, all that good stuff. So it's, it's um, a hard time, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, like, it's, kind of it's like a hard. Hustle. Yeah. Because everybody's, everybody's pushing and striving for the same thing and the everybody. same role and like the same, you keep running into the same folks, I'm, I'm assuming. I do. Running into all of them. I wow. do, especially if they're looking for a tall African-American woman in <laughs> late to early 30s. I see all of my homegirls there. Because we're all, all got the same call. Black girls, <laughs> yeah. It, it, the only thing that is different is a different hairstyle or eye color. But wow. like dead ass, like it's the same people. So right. especially you, with like trends, like everybody probably has the same hairstyle. Everybody, has, you know what I mean? Like everybody yes. emulates whatever they see in style. So I can yes. Imagine. When they ask for um, you know, all American girl, everybody's in plaid and some jeans <laughs> and like some boots, you know, like and I'm just like How stereotypes do I of out? like what is yeah. this? <laughs> Good old America. <laughs> yeah, good old America. Like, how do you stand out, you know? Or they're looking for, like, that hipster. Everyone's in a leather jacket. Everyone's in, like, a tank top and some skinny jeans. So it's just, like, you know, it's the look. So That's interesting. And, and to think of, like, I, being in Seattle, everyone is in the tech world. Everyone is in this information technology, engineering, that kind of thing. Everyone's in a creative space differently so it's it's interesting to see how every city or every major city has its own little like focus points and yeah. areas of importance so when it comes to like you know you think New York everyone's moving a little bit differently they're all like on an extent to just rise up in some sort of way whether they're focused yeah. on acting also Miami is more in the modeling sense right is Miami more that modeling I, I mean, I would I say know. that there are a lot of, well, now, now, there's like a new culture with photography, which is really big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hard to see. Because of that, there's a lot of models that, you know, are trying to make it on their own and they're hiring a bunch of photographers. I would say, in my opinion, I think this might be becoming like one of the capitals of photographers because it's like, mm. there's a lot of photographers out here. And it's like, some people are, they don't stand out and everybody just buys an expensive camera and they don't know what they're doing but there are some people that will blow your mind talented folks that you're like wow that's down the street look how amazing that looks you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah i think that because of that there's more models Mm, okay that's true well tell us more about goddess skin so you said it's an all natural skin correct it's it's all natural all organic um i started it started off as a hobby um, like, like I mentioned before, I was in the entertainment industry and like you mentioned about like going to auditions and everyone that, you know, and me, everyone looks like you, um, as I was getting older, um, being in the state that was so go green, so liberal, so like hippie type of culture, um, it kind of taught me to step away from my like, chemicals and, and, you know, those type of like, even perming my hair, I stopped doing it. I went natural, you know, cause it teaches you to just love yourself and, and get rid of those junks that you, you know, been doing for your body or to your, to your body. So while I was doing that, when I first moved, I was like, okay, well, let me change my skincare regimen. So what I did is I just started picking up natural oils, natural soaps, natural detergent, little things like that to kind of step away from 
all these chemicals that I was so used to using. And eventually it branched into this whole holistic self-care type of regimen, including also supplements and vitamins and running and working out and just trying to stay fit and, and attractive for this industry. And a lot of people were asking me, like, what am I doing to my skin? What am I doing to my body? Like, like, what am I using? And I would just tell them straight out these type of oils. And they weren't doing them. They weren't using them at all. Like, I'll ask them, like, how does that, how that oil feel? And they're like, oh, I haven't tried it yet. But I was like, girl, <laughs> I gave you all these, like, secrets and these tips because I want you to use it. You know, I feel like knowledge is, is it's, it's an awesome currency to have. And I love to share it. I love to receive it. So then it wasn't until two years ago, um, it, yeah, 2017, when I was in Philadelphia and I was around my sorority sisters and one of them was like, you should turn this into a business because I had them try just my own stuff that I've been using. And she's like, this is really good product. You should honestly turn this into a business. And at first I thought she was crazy. I was just like, I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, who wants to buy oils from me? Like, <laughs> I was all this stuff. Like, how do, like, I may not even have these oils that people would even want to buy. You know how it goes. Like, all these mm-hmm. insecurities that you just, that you're like, damn, I didn't even know I even thought that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just kind of brushed underneath the rug. I disagree with her. I was like, you're right. You know, who knows? But she was hounding me. She was legit texting, texting, and texting, and in my DMs on Instagram. And she's like, did you create the business yet? Have you made the product? And I'm like, damn, girl, like, I don't, you know, I really am not sure. But I was just like, F it. I started thinking of some names. I had my best friend help me narrow some stuff down. I made some samples. I was just like, okay, well, let me have my friends try it out. I remember I gave it to like 22, maybe 23 people, like these small little samples. And I was just like, what do you think about them? Tell me if they're cool or whatever. And they were just like, we really like these products. They were like, instantly some people noticed some changes after a week, after two weeks. And I was just like, okay, I I think I'm doing something. And then in 2018, end of February, I launched my skincare line. And that's that's pretty much like, yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Well, shout out to your friend that was on your back. (laughs) She was. She's amazing. She's a real one. Yeah, yeah like, she, she saw the vision. Yeah. yeah, it's key um, to have a support system around. It doesn't matter if they're strangers. It doesn't matter if it's family. It doesn't matter if you just, if you've known them all your life. It is key. The success of my business is, is, is key. the key ingredient is my support system. That's that is amazing. how successful. And I, you know what's amazing? Sometimes we don't realize that there's some people that you meet and you instantly have a great vibe with them, a good connection. And then like in a month, you guys are super cool. And it's like, it happens and there's nothing wrong with that because that person was meant to come into your life at that moment. And you develop a great bond. And let's say y'all don't live in the same state anymore. You don't live in the same city. So you don't hang out as much, but you will never forget that bond that that friend and what they inspired you to do. So I love what you're saying because it's true. Like it's happened to me that you meet this one person and it's like this person inspires and motivates you way more than like people you've known your whole life. And like Hello. you just start working and making things happen because this person's energy is complementary to yours. You know yes, what I mean? that's key. And you guys, and look what you did. I think that's an awesome example of women helping women. I love it. Yes. 
Yes, because my, I, it wasn't that I had like this so, like this huge low self-esteem or insecurities or I just think I wasn't in a mental um, state or path to really see this as a opportunity for me to be a businesswoman. I felt like I've always had that nature. I felt like I've always been like a hustler. I've always had, you know, independent contractor type of jobs or, or, or opportunities, but I never imagined or saw that vision of me owning my own. So sometimes it's really just people seeing that vision before you and you just having that faith and believing that, okay, I, I'm going to eventually see that vision, like how you see it. Yeah, there's something about like when you're doing it independently, when it's just yourself, it feels a little bit raw and you're just like, how do I put this out there with, that, with still feeling comfortable within myself that this is what I have and, yeah. and, and, and like being self-assured within that product that I'm okay putting this out there, that it's 100% me, that it's authentic, that it is what I want and people are aware of that. Um, and to showcase that as well, that like the product yeah. is real, like it's all in your heart, like it's everything that you're behind it. Um, and being a business owner independent by yourself is risky and scary. At the same yeah. Time. It becomes as very, for me in the most later parts right now, in the most recent months, it's scarier. Like you're just like, what's the next move? What's the next step? And how do I elevate this? You're constantly on the go. But there's no better feeling of making your first like $25 when you have yes. like it's so crazy like it's not even money and you killed yourself and you work 14 yeah. hours straight and it's like you got you get 25 dollars and you feel so proud of yourself because it's like i did that that yeah. money yeah. i earned it and it's like it's such a gratifying moment when you finally start to receive income even if that income doesn't compare to the expense like no. you still feel so much pride you know what i mean yeah. and it's an awesome feeling and i think that that is such a rewarding part that you experience that you don't mind working hard again and yeah. waiting because you know that the bigger picture is possible because somebody bought it if one person bought it hello a possibility that millions of other people are going to like it and hello amazing really awesome i'm so excited now i do have a question about the actual product okay. the reason i'm asking is because we've been hearing through different channels that the the products that we're buying at stores are not healthy for us. However, the government allows these companies to still distribute these products to us that are actually unhealthy for us. So um, with that being said, what is it that a person is, is gaining by using a, a natural product like the one you have versus using something that has all these harsh chemicals. For a person like me, I'm not an esthetician. I don't know much about this. I just know that I'm getting older and the care of my skin is becoming more of a priority because I'm starting to see, you know, little lines. So you're like, yeah. you know, I need to pay attention to my face and I need to pay attention to how I look. So it's like, what, what's a, a, an expert like yourself? Can you explain the difference to us? Okay. Um, that's a great question. Um, I really tell people a lot to read these ingredients. Um, when you are buying products, um, I can't speak for every natural and organic product because like you said, with the FDA, you are allowed a certain percentage of to add, like for example, oops, sorry again, like for example, um, fragrances, you're, you're allowed to add fragrances to the product. Now fragrances is not natural. 
It is also a type of chemical just to make it smell good. But for some people, they may be allergic to fragrances. It may, it may throw off their pH balance. It may cause a skin irritation. But it's still something that, that natural products and companies add to their, to their site, you know, like to their, their product. So um, for my product, Goddess Skin, I don't use any fragrances. I don't use any product that has multiple types of ingredients. If I have grapeseed oil, it is 100% grapeseed oil. And I really don't care about if it smells good or not. My main concern is how does this affect your body? How does this interact with your body? I don't like to put any fragrances. I don't like to put anything additional in my products only because our bodies, as we get older, they start to get more sensitive because they're so used to getting all these chemicals that eventually it breaks down our acid mantle, which is our skin's natural skin um, barrier protection. So as so basically, it's like putting bleach on your skin constantly for certain products that you're using. And then to, to actually have your skin protect you is going to be harder because you had all this stuff in, like on your skin. So what I like to tell people is that do your research, read that 25 word ingredient that you don't know how to pronounce or enunciate. Google it. See what the hell is that talking about? Especially before um, you put it in your body that absorbs yes. like like in the pores and those kind of things or like within your People skin. People don't realize. I know it yeah. sounds so cliche and so high school biology science, but really our skin is our largest or- our organ and it absorbs and takes in and deals with a lot of stuff. When it's not the chemicals, then it's the detergent that we're putting on our skin. When it's not the detergent, it's the sun exposure. When it's not that, it's just the environment, the pollution. Like it is literally protecting us 24 seven. So that's one of the key things that I feel like what I try to emphasize to people, I don't, I try to, with my products, promote a more natural, organic, healthy um, lifestyle, which means that you're not using harsh chemicals on a day-to-day basis. You're using items that you can literally go outside, pluck from a tree or, you know, crush, or it's a fruit that you can eat and you're just putting that on your skin. Um, It's getting harder and harder because like Diana was saying, a lot of um, companies are able to get away with a lot of items. But one thing that I, that I like to say about my brand or my company is I don't buy a mass production of stuff and then mix with the formula. I like to buy things separately. So I literally have like a box of everything, individual oils that I like to kind of keep with me only because I know for a fact that when I want grapeseed oil, it's just grapeseed oil. So I kind of just go with that. And I, I just, if it takes me a little bit longer to put my formulas together, I'd rather that than have someone feel as if that my products are not authentic. That's awesome. What, so it's like being a scientist also. I've recently have fallen in love with using more oils on my face, a lot more serums and oils. Um, I've discovered a new brand that I'm obsessed with, The Ordinary, and that's have been my like life to live by. Although I have to go to Canada to get it. But, (laughs) well, that's the nearest store and the nearest information that I can get. What has been for you the most challenging within this? Like, especially like the formulas and things like that, or like, what has been the most challenging part of creating this product and then also putting the product out there? The most challenging part is, can you guys hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay, The most challenging part about my company 
Um, I believe as far as the formula is what exactly do I want to put in here and how much do I put in here? Um, because like I, 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 like for example, I make one of my products is moisturizer. How do I know that this X amount of drops or this X amount of, of product or that I'm mixing together is going to give that hundred percent benefit that I've been talking about. So it's a lot of trial and error has been my challenge. But one thing that I kind of counteract that is I have a lot of my support system. They are my test subjects. I don't test on animals. <laughs> Me too. So I give people, I give people this X amount of formula. I give people this X amount of formula and I give people this X amount of formula and I have them try it and give me, and give me the results and give me their feedback. So that's kind of like what I do. Like before I launch anything, um, I, you know, I just kind of kept that routine. It's been kind of like my good luck charm. I send it out to my friends or my support system. I'm like, please try this product. Let me know how it is. And when they come back, they're like, I've noticed this, um, this difference. I don't like this type of oil. It, it didn't do this, it didn't do that, whatever. And then I fix my formula. So what about people who have like sensitive skin? Do, do any of your test subjects have those type of unfortunate circumstances? So I'm glad you brought that up because I'm actually in school right now to be an esthetician. So um, only because I just feel like that benefits me and my brand that I'm working on. Sensitive skin is not a skin type. There's only four there's only four skin types. There's dry, there's normal, there's combo, and then there's oily. Sensitive, sensitive skin is a condition, which means that you don't have to always have sensitive skin. That means it can be reversed. So oh. you can have sensitive skin for a few months, you, you stop using a product or stop using a fragrance or oil, now you no longer have skin, sensitive skin. Skin type is what you were born with. This is something that you will always have. You can't change it. You just have to work with it. So I have a lot of friends who literally inform me that they have sensitive skin. But I, I tell them, number one, you probably don't have sensitive skin. You're probably just, your skin is just irritated by whatever product that you use. And, but my, but my oils are just it. It's just oils. So a lot of people who tell me that they're sensitive, they try my oils and they don't get a reaction. They don't get any any um any irritation they don't um another thing another question that molly um asked me was okay well what are what are some of the challenges outside of just my products it's really people believing in my product it's really hard the challenge that i've had outside of my company is having people believe in my company i feel like i don't have and i'm just being honest i feel like i don't have a family supporting network that I assumed that I was going to have. Like I tell, I tell young entrepreneurs who just starting, like, I'm not gonna lie. My family members laughed at me when I wanted to do this. Like they legit was like, this is you mean like related blood relatives? Yeah. Blood relatives laughed. Mm -hmm. They were just like, there's like no way that you think this is possible. There's no way that you think that you can even do this. There's no way that you even know what you're talking about. Wow. So, yeah. So a lot, like I said, my support system has always been more geared towards friends and, and strangers. And I feel like I had to always, because my company is attached to me, I have to prove not only that my products are good, but that I'm good. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that has been a challenge because I... And I feel like other entrepreneurs can probably agree with that too. Like if people see you and they're like, girl, I don't even believe 
you, then they then they have that stereotype about my my company. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, and fortunately, you can either be the best thing for your company or the worst thing for your company. And right now, I'm just right in the middle. I'm I feel like event. I feel like it's slowly through the support system, through them posting, through them having their own testimonials. They have been letting people see my company more than they see me. So, yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I've learned also, and I've, and I've done this in experience with a couple other friends who've had their own businesses, a lot of people like family members or your closest friends always expect like that discount or that low rate or like they should get it for free, that free testing. And then a lot of like older family members don't understand the kind of entrepreneurial spirit because I think all of us are pretty much like first generation where we like, doing the entrepreneurial, doing the business side of things, risking it being a whole like millennial aspect, whatever, is completely outside of the realm of what they expect for us. Yeah. And being more like running that traditional American sense of like going to work corporate life. So I yeah, think that's like also there, they have a hard time building. difference between a person not necessarily wanting to pay full price and a person straight not believing in you and like not supporting you at all. Like that's kind of rough, you know? Like that's like... No matter how hard you act like you don't care, we all want our family to believe in our dream. You know what I mean? So I, I can understand how that is very challenging. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you guys both. Like, I feel like you, you get a, when I feel like it's always, um, I don't even know if I have the right word for this, but it's, I guess it's always testy when you involve friends and family, you know, only mm-hmm. because, Mar- you know, Marley's right. Like, they are going to be like, hey, you know, can I get it for free? Can I get this discount? But then it's just like, okay, but you know, I don't think you're supporting me. They don't know that that's not really supporting. That's actually going to be hindering me. But then you, like you said too, um, Diana, but there's also those people that are just like, oh, you're making it. Nah, don't trust it. And they'll rather, and the thing is like, they'll boast about other companies. And I'm like, they're harming your skin, but go on, you know, like they're actually doing worse using their products than you would with mine if you don't trust me but I don't it don't stop (laughs) no don't don't let it stop your hustle and don't let it like what you're making what your product it is real it's to you and you know it works and functions and that's just them missing out and that's their skin and whatever happens to them (laughs) I always tell people that you're just gonna get waves of people you're gonna get and and the thing is it's still gonna be revenue I've had I have people come, I have people buy, buy my stuff out for blind faith. They're just, they're just naturally, that's just how they are. They just bought it. I have people that I had to literally break down every ingredient in my products and tell them why it's beneficial. And I'm like, I know you don't walk into huge beauty companies and be like, I need you to break down everything. <laughs> so you're just doing it to me because it's me. And then right. I have people who just need to wait until other people posted about how great it was until other people was talking about the reviews and, and the compliments that they're receiving. And then they give me a try, you know, then they're like, okay, I gosh. think that that is how family works. If I'm going to be yes. very honest with you, once everybody else is up on game and everybody supports you and they think you're making a little change, all of a sudden, everybody's their biggest fan. Hello. They're going to be wearing t-shirts with your logo on it. Like it's going to be another level of support so it is what it is i my suggestion is once you start making that real money you need to move to another state again 
and yeah. get away from all the people who did not support you. And that is that. We do not need to feel guilty for those who do not care about us. That's a fact. Now, what is next for you? Tell everybody what's coming, what to expect, and how to purchase your product. I love it. Oh, you guys are so awesome. I love these questions. Okay, so what is next for Goddess Skin? Key thing for this year is one of my mantras is taking all risks for 2019. So with that being said, I am expanding Goddess Skin. Right now, I have a facial cleanser that people are testing out. I have a scrub that people are testing out. I've already have my toner and my moisturizer. So my goal is to expand my company and expand my product line. So that's all I'm doing. I also am going to include a for men only section because a lot of my products are unisex, which some people are not sure or familiar, but yeah, my, my products are unisex. Both guys and girls use my products, but I wanted to have a section just for men um, so that's another thing that that's up and coming. And also, um, I'm huge on networking. I'm huge on meeting people and talking about, this is like my, my baby. It's like show, you know how people show off like their dogs or they show off their <laughs> little baby pictures. I show off my products. And I'm like, look, my baby is like almost one year old, you know? So, um, one of the key things that I'm, I'm actually doing right now is, is, um, joining or sponsoring travel companies. Um, that, you know, for example, the travel companies that, um, host like huge trips, like for example, if there's a travel company that's going to Cuba, um, I reached out to them and I'm like, Hey, I would love to have my products sample size given to you for your guests in Cuba with the, you know, with the gift bag that you provide to them. So those are, that's a tip that I encourage other entrepreneurs of who has product, but that's one of the things that I'm doing for this year too, really expanding um, the location and items and um, all that good stuff. Um, if people are interested in my brand and they want to know more information, all social media sites is goddishskin.com, G-O-D-I-S-H skin, uh, I mean, goddish skin for all social media sites. And then the website is goddishskin.com. I love the name, by the way, because goddish, like you really just want, like Beyonce is goddish. Like you look at that, yeah. like a as like the all queen. So it does give you that like, that good feeling. And I need to know more about this toner. So I will text you on the side and email you because I've been looking for a good toner and I've been working on my skin routine because this cold weather will suck everything out of you. The dryness is insane. So I know for, for real, for sure, oils has been a major impact in the way that my whole skin regimen has changed and I absorb a lot. So I definitely want to get deeper into your goddess skin and, yeah. and, and feel out the products and, t- and read a little bit more and get into it and definitely try it out. I'm definitely going to look at that toner. <laughs> yeah. Um, fun fact. Um, I name my products after deities. Um, okay. Every deity, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer of paying respect or acknowledging other religions, other practices. So I wanted to have a broad name because each deity that I have done research on or name my products after serves a purpose in what my product is. So I like that. That's awesome. Thank you. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving respect now, to everybody. <laughs> and just, just to ensure that there's no misunderstandings, this product is for all ethnic backgrounds, correct? This is not just something for women of color. This is not only for just women who live in Miami, women who live in California. This is for every single woman 
and men, because sometimes women have this perception that things that are for men are too, they're going to overdry our faces because for some reason we think that men's products are rougher. So clarification, it doesn't matter. It works on everybody and yeah. it is equal opportunity over here with the, with the skincare. <laughs> and, and I appreciate the clarification. I like mm -hmm. to tell people I am a black owned business, but I serve to all ethnicity, all colors, all sizes, all shapes, and all sexes, all genders or binary. If you don't have a preference of whether you're a, fel a female or male, you don't identify with that. It does Humans. Humans can use your product. Human beings and beyond that. <laughs> Whoever and people have I'm literally it's I'm a one man show. Like it's literally me who you're talking to on these social media sites. It's literally me who you're talking to in the emails. Literally me who you're talking to uh, or or anything. It's 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 just me. So if anybody have any questions, they can always hit me up as well too. Tell them again your Instagram, how to find you, and all that stuff one more time. Yes. So for my company, Goddish Skin, it is for all social media sites, it's Goddish Skin, G-O-D-I-S-H-S-K-I-N. My website is goddishskin.com. And if you would like to follow me uh, and my crazy habits and lifestyle, <laughs> it's Viva La. So it's B-I-V-A-L-A underscore T-O-V-A. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been great. And I... I have, I'm telling you lately, I've been obsessed with your skin. I'm a product junkie, like oh, junk. Okay. That's why I told you I can't step outside because I'm just going to buy more products. Yeah. So <laughs> this has been great. And I appreciate you joining us and having this conversation. And we wish you the like, absolute best. You'll know. We know your product is going to succeed. That's what 2019 is about. It is yes. manifesting, right. putting all these things out there forward. And it's your product is the product to be on the lookout for. Yes. yes. Thank you, Tova. We really appreciate you being here. So awesome. I really enjoyed having Tova on. Seriously, like I think that she was a really easy person to talk to. She was down to earth and she was extremely encouraging and supportive and inspiring her in her own light. I think that one of the things I want to shout her out for the most is because especially if you're starting, you know, a new business or you're looking to improve uh, an idea or you don't know how to build on it you don't always get the support from your family and I think that that really resonated with me because like you could tell that she's really truly passionate about what she's doing and she believes in what she's doing and she's really trying to help as well as be a business owner and she stated that she's not getting the right support from her family she's getting more support from her friends and um, that's a, a lot of people's story I think that that could be inspiring to a lot of people out there don't give up um, take support where it comes. It doesn't always have to be a blood relative that supports your dreams. It could be a really good friend, a business partner, a mentor, you know? I think sometimes our parents, especially if your parents are like, if you're a first generation here, parents have a, a, a big difficulty understanding where you're taking a different route when it comes to things and we're no longer doing things traditionally. And especially when you're doing things for yourself, right? When you're putting yourself out there, you're not in this a traditional roadmark, especially in a product that is such um, a, a different stake that is beauty and beauty products, right? Like that's a whole separate market. If you were doing an entrepreneurial, more sense, like in a business sense or opening a store, that's a little bit different that some parents can see as a tangible item. Why you think, think it's too risky, maybe? Not too risky. It, it is a risk. Everything is a risk when you take it, right? When you do it. I think the understanding of why, of, of 
of our parents understanding why this product is different and why it's better than others takes it a lot for them to to understand or put into grasp because they don't see it on the shelf. It's not a physical tangible item they see on the shelf, right? Like it's just not there. So as of course, if you had like a store, they'll be like, oh, you have a physical store. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, like it has right. to have a different aspect. I get it. But then again, who says she won't have her store? You know, and oh, I, no, I get no. it. No doubting that, but they, I think parents don't understand in that sense. Yeah, I get it. And I fresh prints and all that. But what I'm saying is like, I, I just feel like just because you haven't had a store yet, it doesn't mean that your product isn't good. And just because you haven't thought of spending a whole bunch of money on overhead and you rather ship products directly from your home that what are your second bedrooms you made in your office, mm-hmm. you feel me like this is 2019, like things are different. Yeah. So my, my thing is for everyone else who's out there and you're an entrepreneur and you're not getting the support you, you thought you were going to get, don't give up because yeah. it is what it is. Everyone's not always going to be your cheerleader. You got to do it for yourself. And there's always someone out there who's in need of your product. Don't just because those, your inner circle, those around you aren't in need of it. There's how many people in this world? Three bajillion, trillion people, something, right? I don't know. It feels that way. Some number. Um, someone... And a handful of those folks within that number are going to need or are in need of your product. So don't ever let your parents' thoughts stop you, your friends. And that's great that she has good friends who actually support her movement. Just want to give that like a real highlight. Because they usually say the friends are the most difficult ones to kind of get on your side when it comes to things. Usually they want a discount. You know, you get a 50% off, a little freebie here and there. So she has some really good friends who are on her side and supportive of this. And I myself, I also wanted to touch on a little bit on just beauty products. I wanted to share kind of my experience with it, which is why I'm excited to support Tova and her products because I'm a product junkie. I think my sister is too. And I think we learned that from my mother, all about our faces. Like just, you have to moisturize, moisturize and like lotions. Um, I've always am a person, if I'm in Target and I see something that stands out and it's pretty and it looks good, I'm buying it. So um, you're, you're like, you're a packaging kind of girl? Like, I'm a, I, if the packaging is right, well, as I got older, I started reading the details in the back, right? Like, I was like, okay, what is this? If the packaging is right and stands out, it's, I'm in. And then I read the back and you're selling me something even better, I'm in. And now what's great is like, you have YouTube and product reviews, that'll sell you even, even more. So if you ever come to my house, you guys will see a lot of product, hair products, <laughs> face products. Um, variations of toothpaste I'll try like I'm very weird I love a product love oh wow my sister also I went to my sisters in Brooklyn when I say I walked in I was like oh we're related related like there's just everything and we had half of the same stuff it was that weird oh that's cute I remember when I used to buy a bunch of shit and not always finish it and then I used to go inside my bathroom cabinet and I'll have like seven different face washes you know what I mean <laughs> like I have been one of those people too but I'm really I'm really looking for something to be loyal to like I really am because I, I really am getting to the point like we mentioned when we were speaking to Tova that you you care about the longevity of how your skin is going to be like it's like very important Extreme. so it's like yeah and like I'm really trying to find something that I can like stick to and I can, you know, say, you know, this is a go-to product for me. Like, I have certain things I like that I prefer, but I don't say I'm married to anything yet. And maybe Tova's product might be that. You never know. 
Yeah, I don't have anything I'm married to either, but I have small specifics, but I'm always open to something new. I'm, you give me something new, I am there. I'll, all of it. I love it. It's, it's just an obsession with it. I'm learning more about eye creams so that as I get older, like we don't have like these, I have bags right now and learning how to concealer. Just little dumb things. $5 goes, it's, it goes a lot of spending after a while. It catches up yeah. to you. I'm also wearing things with SPF sunproof in it for your face is extremely important. I didn't realize how important that was. You know what I mean? Like it's Mm -hmm. so crazy what the sun does to your face. So it's like just something that you've learned with time. And like, especially me, I'm like a tan junkie. I love going to the beach and I love getting a tan. And like, I don't mind being outside in the sun. Like I like the sun. I do well in the sun. That's probably one of the reasons why I live in Miami. So, um, it's just like, I like it so much that I don't feel like I always protect my skin all the way against it. So, um, it's important, you know, I've learned that with time and hopefully with, with our recommendations that we're going to do every week, you know, we can recommend even other products in other realms. And if you guys are listening or watching and you say, Hey, you know what? I want you guys to do a product review. I have this new product coming out. We're going to send you some samples, Diana, try this marley try that we'll do it you feel me and then we'll do a little product review we will be your guinea pigs is that what they call it <laughs> to an extent you know what i'm saying I don't, don't make us that. break out now or something <laughs> don't make us look crazy but we are open to products we're definitely open to them and so i just love this entrepreneurial spirit that's happening and going on and speaking to guests like this really strive us for our own kind of continuation of what we have going on right like it just gives, gives you that little push and when you hear others talking about what they have happening that's why like the pro- the podcast movement was like oh okay there's competition competition out here like right. there's some keeping up to do and different new skills that i've learned that we can implement like that's awesome talking to folks and getting that so it's nice to see someone i mean i know tova from high school so sees people who will have their own products and moving forward is a right. really great uh conversation and kind of experience to have Right, right. So now, of course, in traditional Fresh Mondays podcast, because not only do we want to provide you guys with entertainment and inspiration, we also want to give you some weekly recommendations of things that we personally have experienced or enjoyed or learned from. So Marley's going to start with who her two recommendations for the week. So my one recommend. well, I have two recommendations. First, this weekend, I binged on a show that I have been skimming past the entire time on Netflix. It's just one of the, you know, you just see, keep seeing that tile on net, your Netflix um, uh, board. Recommendations. And you're just like, why? The suggestions, why? I give. Suggestions or like new releases and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, I just keep passing it. I started the show called Friends from College. I finished it today. I finished it in two days. It is absolutely amazing, hilarious. I am... As a product junkie, I am a romantic comedy, comedy junkie. I don't like stabbings and and thrillers. I don't like scary movies. You put a comedy on, something cute or romantic, I'm in. This show is funny as fuck. I'm sorry for cursing, but funny as fuck. You don't gotta say sorry for cursing. (laughs) I I feel like we haven't cursed in forever, but like- Cause you're classy now. I know, because we're fresh. The little here's the messy part. So no, it's it's absolutely almost real life, but just 
ironically just extremely funny like extremely like real life funny and you could finish it within two days or like a day it's eight episodes 30 minutes each season and season two came out yesterday and I finished the whole thing and I think everyone should watch that they're in summer camp no no these are just they're adults who um, all live within the same area now, back again together. And they all have like this history, but they're all in their forties now. And everyone's like, grow the fuck up. Like you need to like, it's funny. Cause you, it, they're just yelling at each other to grow up, act better, do better. But there's something within the group happening that not everyone in the group knows. So it's very like, you know, when you know something and nobody else, like the other six people in the circle don't know. Very typical of what happens. I get it. It's a relatable <laughs> show. Okay, it is, that's that's what makes it relatable. Not all mm-hmm. pieces of it, but it makes it extremely relatable. And it's absolutely hilarious. You will be crying laughing. So that's recommendation one. Um, and recommendation two, I have been weirdly interested more and more every time she drops a new single in Ariana Grande. So Interesting. she had a new song called Seven Rings. And oddly enough, well, not oddly enough, great enough that a previous uh, interview that we had before, Cadence, is another mm-hmm. producer on that song. So every song that's come out, Cadence has been a part of uh, those songs recently. Thank You, Next. Um, I can't remember the other one. And then this one that just came out. So it's really cool to listen to the songs, knowing that you kind of have this conversation with the people in the background. And the songs are really great and really awesome. So Ponytail has gotten my attention, as I like to call her. And that's my recommendation of songs and uh, music for the week as well. So it's safe to say that you like Cadence's work. I do. Yeah. Like, like, (laughs) I know we met her with not knowing all of her work solidly, but like this is like work that is like physically... Uh, like on my face like in my face all the time that I'm like what is this and then realizing that it's her and I'm like oh snap it's like she's extremely incredible um so go back and listen to that episode that's an old episode we have there with Kate yeah. and she's that's just- pretty that's pretty dope though I, I actually think that's super dope that's yeah cool. for sure for sure mm-hmm. what are your recommendations for this week all right I also have two uh let me just segue with music since you're on music let me segue with that um I personally have really enjoyed Bad Bunny's new album. Um, I know that uh, a lot of people may not necessarily believe in Bad Bunny or they don't want to accept it or whatever the case may be. Really? But I don't know. Like some, I've spoken to people that they're just like, oh, I don't like his music. Why does he sound like that? It's cool. Like it's not everybody's cup of tea. But the majority of the world is really feeling Bad Bunny. That's why so, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm telling you, I swear, I, I mean, it recently happened within like four conversations I had. That's the only reason I say that. Because I thought we were all on the same page. But I, I thought we were all on the same page. <laughs> so his new album is called um, X-C-M-P-R-E, X-100-P-R-E. I said C-M because he's Spanish, so I'm assuming that's what he wrote it right. But anyway, the Bad Bunny album is an I. He's all about this other stuff. You know, he got the I on top of his head, whatever. Okay, this is something I have to say about Bad Bunny. I think Bad Bunny is going to be the Drake of the Latino world of the trap music. Hot take. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to say it. And I think that he has the potential to do it. He has the numbers to do it. And um, he does a lot of the singing slash rapping 
women really like him. His fan base is the majority of it is a lot of girls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of consistencies that I see in their in their deliveries. I'm not stating that he wasn't influenced by Drake. I haven't followed him that much to make those kind of comments. But he has this song um, with um, a Dominican rapper that reminds me of the sickle mode. Yes, formula. I know what song you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because there's there's three songs in the song. And like, yeah. you know, there's a moment and then there's a up and then there's a down and then there's like this really dope, like, oh, shit, let's party all in one song. And it's like, I, if that's not portraying an evolved artist that's doing things that's really crossing, I hear Bad Bunny on English radio stations. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I just am very excited for this. And I like to see that um, a Latino artist is doing some well. He's actually from the same town that my aunt lives in Puerto Rico. So that's okay. really cool too. That's my cool. aunt was super excited. She's like, he used to bag groceries here and uh, <laughs> look at him now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm not Puerto Rican, but I'm very pro Puerto Rican because my family married a lot of Puerto Ricans. So I know very, I'm very connected with the Puerto Rican culture. So shout out to Puerto Rico. I'm very happy that you guys have a very talented person coming out of your island. And uh, for those of you who haven't listened that don't listen to Spanish music, uh, I'm very into international music right now. There's a Spanish girl that sings flamingo that's amazing. So I'm, I'm personally expanding my musical ear and I think Bad Bunny is worth it for those of you who don't speak in, um, Spanish. Now, as far as books, not because I'm a person who reads all the time. I was actually never the person I was. I've found audiobooks to be an easier way for me to absorb information as of late. You know what I'm saying? There's times that I'm walking my dog and we're just taking a really long walk in the park. I'm listening to the audiobook. There's times that I'm in the house and I'm cleaning and I'm washing dishes and I'm mopping and I'm just doing tedious household work and I'm listening to the audiobook. And you know what? It's been working for me that way. So I just say that for those of you out there that are having a hard time with actually consuming information and reading because you don't you don't have the patience for it or you may have ADD, I might have it, who knows. But it's just something that I find works for me. And uh, I, I have been listening to another very popular book, which is called You Are a Badass. Um, this book to me is providing me with a lot of ways to get things done. One of the things that I like the most about this is the writer, she is actually the narrator. So she's reading it in her own emotional relation to it. And then at the end of every chapter, she gives you like five things to jot down for you to follow and for you to try to move forward with. So I think it's pretty cool. I listen to it on Audible. So that's my second recommendation. I'm very into self-development and uh, trying to work on myself and trying to be a stronger Diana. So I have been making the effort to listen to things that feed me internally. That's, that's, a, that's a fantastic book. Make sure to like follow through and finishing that one. I really enjoy that one. I think there's a part two. I might be wrong. I think it might be in blue. I might be wrong. I know this one's in yellow. Yes, you're it's right. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure people see it because it's a bestseller to my understanding. Yeah, so. I have it. I have it somewhere. I think I lent it to somebody, but mm-hmm. it's a it's a great fit, fit. Make sure to like follow through and finishing that one. It's worth it. And part two, I think it's blue. I might be wrong. And I don't not sure what part two is about but that's a great recommendation 
that's a great like new year kind of pushing forward and kind of since we're talking about entrepreneurial and being successful and, and kind of finding your way like in a self-care kind of aspect that's a fantastic right. recommendation to share i love that so yeah and if you guys once again once we're done with this or you guys have another awesome book or whatever just hit us up let us know tag us whatever i um Yes, please do suggestions of different books and things to read. Awesome thing here, and I don't know if they do this in Miami, but here, when you walk on the sidewalks, a lot of neighborhoods and different blocks, they have little libraries. So it's like a little, like a little birdhouse, and you can, oh, it's free. There's tons of books in there. People place books instead of throwing them out. And every time I take a walk, there's one around here on my block. I usually come back home with one <laughs> that I've taken. There's something usually always good. Um, I have some friends who collect kind of like uh, different travel books. So if I ever see a travel book in there, I'll give it to them or that's what they're looking for. Or they got all their travel books from these little libraries that are out there. And that so usually, sounds like some Seattle shit. I didn't even go lie. Like, I was like, that sounds like some shit in Seattle. Like, it really does. But it's nice because you're not, you're not even looking for something and there's something so great right there in front of you when you open that little house, right? And you'll be like, I wasn't even looking for this book. This sounds great, All right? So I started reading one called um, The New Plus One, right? It's about being single and being a plus one to things. Like, it's amazing. And so oh, that's that how, like, you're... So I'm just discovering all these things and so I always put in there. Come to Seattle so you can come and grab a book out of these little neighborhoods. And you can I see... You said you had an experience on Saturday you wanted to speak on, touch upon. I did. Um... <sighs> Created by Show Me Productions, uh, me and uh, a very amazing woman, Erica Hema, we put together a Women's Power Hour Roundtable conversation for women who work in the blockchain crypto space. It's really cool. This video, let's see, I don't know when this is happening, but it's supposed to be aired on a few networks, um, one being CNBC, which is amazing. Um, this is supposed to be helping uh, young girls get inspired to work in spaces such as working in tech, working in um, investment jobs, and working also in the new growing field of blockchain and the new growing field of cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. Um, as you know, and for those of you who have been listening to us for quite some time, um, last year, me and Marty shared this in common that we have worked with people in the industry that is of blockchain and cryptocurrency. So we learned a whole new side of things. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole new side of things. And that's information that we're both very grateful for because it's kind of like the whole world isn't there yet. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's interesting to see the growth of it. So what, what these young ladies all did this weekend, on Saturday, they got together and they filmed the round table conversation um, about some of the struggles that they've experienced in a male-dominated industry, as well as how to push through and how to stop making excuses and how to stop looking at yourself like you're, you, you are singled out, how to start asking for help, and also a lot of great things. that There were so many powerful women there that they were like, they hate the word princess. They hate, you know, fairy tales about being saved. Like, I ain't never been saved in my life. I don't even know what this is about. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So it was like that type of energy. So it was really inspiring. And I'm going to keep you guys posted when it's actually able to be seen. But I'm very honored to have been a pair, uh, paired with 
up with these women. Um, Anu, you were amazing as well. Erica, as always, I love you. And you guys are actually going to be meeting her on Saturday at the vision board party. But before we get into that, we want to make sure um, to touch on some few things before we, we say about what's coming up. Um, we, well, what do we touch? Sorry. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you have something to say, so I don't know. Nope. Okay. You're good. So anyway, so as you know, like I said, the 26th, the vision board party, it's going to be amazing. I, guys, I'm, I've been working really hard on this. I'm tired, but everything is coming out really good. It's uh, almost there. Almost there. It's almost there. Like it got bigger than I expected it to be, but that's, that's good. Bigger is yeah. always better as they say. <laughs> Right. Let let it let it be. Let it be. But it's just a lot right now. And it, it's always a lot the week before. It's just normal as part of it. But, um, you know, remember, we're going to be talking about uh, sex therapy. We're going to be talking about money. We're going to be talking about planning your future. We're going to talk about self-defense. We're going to talk about fitness. We're going to talk about mental health. And we're going to talk about subjects that women need to know to have a powerful, powerful 2019. Um, make your vision board. Make it make sense. Put it into fruition. Believe in yourself. Be strong. Do not doubt your own passion. You, No one else is you. You are the only person who can do what you are able to do and to stop doubting yourself. And guys, that's the energy I'm going in with for the Vision Board Party. For those of you who haven't gotten your tickets, I literally probably have 10 left. So please buy them right now. Oh, they're selling out, out, guys. <laughs> you have to be on it. You got to get on it. Yes, um, it starts with the vision on Eventbrite. Get it. Um, thank you for everybody who's tried to get involved. I just got some text messages from some people that just told me that they're going to get involved. So, guys, I love you. Thank you so much. Everything is happening, and I'm, I'm accepting it. The world is great. And Fresh Monday's podcast is going to be amazing this year. So if you want to be on the show, Marley, you got to let them know how do people get on the show? If you want to be on the show, uh, first, you should be subscribed to the show. That's one. That's step number one on either Spotify or Apple. You can also start following us on Instagram at Fresh Mondays Podcast on Instagram, as well as Facebook. You can email us at Fresh Mondays Pod or also on the Messy Mondays Pod at gmail.com. Um, you can DM us personally on my Instagram, lovemarley underscore L-U-V-M-A-R-L-E-Y underscore. Um, you can also contact Diana directly via Instagram or Facebook on. I am Diana C underscore. I am Diana C underscore. Or you can also look me up on Facebook. Uh, uh, if you guys know me under Show Me Productions or any other ways I have. All, I've had so many guys. You could just hit me up. But just, it's just Google Google us. At the end of the day, guys, <laughs> we have a freaking Instagram that's called Fresh Mondays Podcast. And if you don't remember anything else, you're going to remember that because you know the name of the podcast. So it's the easiest way that everybody's on Instagram. So if you in the street one day and you're like, you know what? I want to hit these girls up. Just look up Fresh Mondays Podcast and we're going to come up. For sure. Um, and I think this was a great episode. I'm excited for Vision Board, for the Vision Board Party. Excited to see what everyone puts out into fruition, putting that great energy. There's also a full moon this week, uh, tonight or Mon. Yeah, I believe it's Monday. Um, just anyways, even just setting those intentions, the perfect timing. So this vision board is on a perfect timing. Um, and Fresh Mondays is just going to be off the chain from here on out. I'm excited, as always. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. And once again, thank you for Double A for the beat. Y'all hear it right now. It's playing. It's playing, guys. That's that Double A. We appreciate you. And uh, thank you for everyone else who supports, shares, and reposts anything that we do. 
We really appreciate you. And no matter what state you're listening to, we thank you for taking the time to get to know uh, Diana Marley. And see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.